rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1055. April 12, 2023. 83 degrees was uh, the high on this day in 1931. We might we might break that today. Mm-hmm. We might set we a might. new record. Yes. Uh, the record is 83 in 1931, 12 degrees in 1962, and just three years ago on this day. 6.6 inches of snow oh boy. in 2020. Oh. Oh. Ice outs. Minnetonka went out today in 1908, 1927, 1943, 1954, 1955, and 2003. White Bear Lake went out on this day in 1949, 1959, and 1985. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Okay, I thought of a new way to approach this story. Oh, We've been uh, discussing off-air GLers. And to the town council. Uh, it was either Jordy or Kelsey alerted me to this. Uh, I have a story and video and audio from an outfit called KWAM, the Mighty 990 in Memphis, Tennessee. And the headline of the story is Poser, colon, which Justin Pearson is the real Justin Pearson? Justin Pearson is one of the two legislators in Tennessee who uh, the body tried to kick out. They've now been reinstated. They were kicked out of the legislature, which I didn't agree with, by the way. They were kicked out of the legislature for siding with some protesters who had gone to the Capitol to express their unrest with gun control laws. And now this radio station in Memphis comes up with a story that says there's a newly resurfaced video of former state representative Justin Pearson, Democrat Memphis, who was in the process of trying to be reinstated to his position in government. I think he will be. Isn't that true? He's going to be reinstated. Probably. That brings a new light on the current image he's portraying to the media. The video featured as Pearson's campaign speech for student body president during his time at Bowdoin College, 2013 to 2017. However, there's something very different about Pearson in the flashback video. And then we go on to learn, besides his hairstyle change, Pearson's change of accent is glaringly obvious. Watch the video below and compare the two versions of Pearson. Uh, Alex Hensley, who appears to be white and claims to be Pearson's uh, deputy campaign manager, told KWAM, these are both Justin. Have you ever been to a black church? It sounds like you're telling on yourselves. Besides the obvious change in the way of speaking, it's worth noting that Bowdoin College costs roughly seventy-five grand to attend per year. That differs from the poverty-stricken, oppressed minority narrative that Pearson has been pushing during his time in office. And 
John and Kenny think it's a non-story, and I think maybe the angle we should take is merely discussing if we think this is a story. Play the audio. All right. And the, and the, uh, and the, uh, the soft-spoken, very uh, genteel fellow is uh, uh, Justin Pearson in college, and the, uh, the other one is the Justin Pearson in the Tennessee legislature. I'm Justin J. Pearson. Yes, I tell you, it was a sad day on Saturday. There are a few reasons that we're running this campaign this year. But, oh, we have good news, folks. We've got good news that Sunday always comes. There are many issues that we can work together to solve. And every one of us in order to make the state of Tennessee the place that it ought to be. And so I've still got hope because I know we... And let's chart ourselves to a better future. We are still here and we will never quit. And uh, news media, new various news outlets are... are uh... Uh, posting this uh, and uh, in KWAM's uh, view, uh, they think they've discovered two different people. So, which Pearson is the real Justin Pearson? Uh, I my only interest in it is that he's not unlike uh, Hillary Clinton would speak with affectation, depending who she talked to. <laughs> Kamala Harris does the same thing, and it just it suggests to me phoniness. But uh, both John and Kenny are talking me off that ledge. He, he sounds to me like a reverend. Mm -hmm. um, I've heard Sam Kinison talk that way mm -hmm. uh, because he was a former preacher, and that's how he preached before he got into comedy. Um, I don't have a problem with black folks slipping in and out of that. Uh, it, 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 do, it doesn't move me any way at all all right the other thing is the interview if if you watched the interview from 2017 or whatever literally is him standing in a very serene quiet college setting mm -hmm. the second part is him when he has just been thrown out of the legislature for what he sees as very unfair reasons mm -hmm. so obviously he's a lot more emotional so Think of uh, Martin Luther King. We talked about him off air. Mm -hmm. uh, in an interview setting, he was talking like you and I are talking right now. When you when he went to Memphis to talk when the sanitation workers were on strike, mm -hmm. he didn't talk like that. Mm -hmm. He talked differently. Imagine Howard Cosell talking to Muhammad Ali. And then imagine Muhammad Ali doing his deal where he floats like a butterfly, stings like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm willing to let this hell, go and, my and guy, say that maybe GL will not participate in trying to make a giant issue out of this. Yeah, and it kind of makes me wonder what their motives are. It, 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 well, I don't want to use the R word, but it, that's the way it's coming off to me. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but it's, the it's thing the the article it clearly states you know poser as Joe mentioned a poser with the with the semicolon, and I guess I didn't I looked at it as a non-story as well only because I don't think anybody in politics is trustworthy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I think well that's an excellent point. But I see, think they I, all are. If I get to be infuriated by Kamala Harris, I I get to be infuriated by anybody regardless of their race I, who demonstrates this phoniness to me. Well, I'm she's not gonna lie. Yeah, I got. I was going to say I'm infuriated by the things she says. I'm not really infuriated as much by the 
uh, affectation of the accent, but she says some really stupid things yeah. and sounds like a third grader. Well, right? in her that's case, that's what bugs me about right. her. Yeah, yeah, in her case, it's the acting like a third grade teacher, and we're all complete idiots. Exactly, that infuriates me. Well, how about Hillary, yeah. who had the hot sauce conveniently enough in her purse? Come on, right. give sure, me a yeah. break. Give me a break. So anyway, let's let it go then. So Ukraine is a country <laughs> yeah. in Europe. It exists. Huh? Is this going to be on the another test? Country called Russia. <laughs> Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Powerful. Russia decided it's to powerful. invade a smaller you country called Ukraine. So basically, oh, careful. And I said it word. goes against everything that we stand for. I'm just glad she told me that Russia is a big country. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Uh, what what kind of site is Hot Air? Is that a, another right brain <laughs> type? I can't get through the Were filter. You there uh, no, no, no. Well, uh, lock the doors. <laughs> draw the shades. Oh, golly. Well, what? I don't Hot know. Air. What is it? Is it, it a towel? An American conservative oh, political yep, blog. Kenny. And this by is, day, by night, it is hot air. <laughs> I, I guess I guess you're flying right over my head with your right behavior. Of course we are. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was founded by Michelle Malkin. Remember her? She was uh, mm-hmm. very popular in uh, the late 1990s into the 2000s, a conservative. Well, according to hot air. Uh, what's, what's something that you always carry with you? Hot Just, sauce. Oh, thank you. You Really? You yeah. Word, yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? What the hell? <laughs> hot sauce. Get out of hot sauce in my bags? Wait. Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Uh-huh. Now, listen, yes. I want it's you to know you people call it. Okay. Yeah. Gosh. You, you. Gosh. <laughs> you, you. I got is a that, is that what the libs call cultural appropriation? Cultural yeah. appropriation. Yeah, you think it would be. This is a piece from Hot Air by written by a guy named David Strom. All right. The Biden administration has kicked Catholic priests out of Walter Reed National Military Hospital. For what reason? Well, uh, they called for a cease and desist order to Holy Name College, the order of priests who had been providing pastoral care to those at Walter Reed. They're a community of Franciscan Catholic priests and brothers who have provided pastoral care to service, service members and vets at Walter Reed for two decades. The government's cease and desist order directed the Catholic priest to cease any religious services at Walter Reed Military Medical Center. This order was issued as Catholics entered Holy Week. The Franciscans' contract for Catholic pastoral care was terminated on March 31st and awarded to a secular defense contracting firm that cannot fulfill the statement of work in the contract. As a result, adequate pastoral care is not available for service members and veterans at the United States' largest defense health agency medical center, either during Holy Week or beyond. There is one Catholic Army chaplain assigned to the hospital. Uh, is it... it And the author says, I wish I could say this is incomprehensible, but it isn't. It really is part of a war being engaged in by the Biden administration against people of the Catholic faith. By the way, I have been asked if the FBI has contacted me to be a Catholic mole. Mm. And I'm I'm just going to keep quiet on that. I'm not going to answer. Okay, yeah, don't. (laughs) 
It is. It really is part of a war being engaged by the Biden administration against people of the Catholic faith. Catholicism is less flexible in its theology than Protestantism. Not in the sense that there aren't Protestants with more orthodox theological views, mm-hmm. but rather in the sense that you can find a Protestant minister who was ordained, yet holds all the views required by the alphabet ideology. Even if most Protestants might recoil at the drag is holy minister, meaning drag queens, the military can point to his being ordained and call it good. Uh his Excellency, the Most Reverend Timothy Big Broglio, Timothy P. Broglio, JCD, Archbishop for the Military Services, condemned the move as an encroachment on the First Amendment guarantee of the free exercise of religion. Archbishop Broglio said, It is incomprehensible that essential pastoral care is taken away from the sick and the aged when it's so readily available. This is a classic case of the adage, If it's not broken, don't fix it. I fear that giving a contract to the lowest bidder overlooked the fact that the bidder cannot provide the necessary service. I certainly, I earnestly hope that this disdain for the sick will be remedied at once and their First Amendment rights will be uh, respected. I I wish I had more to understand Mm. about this. Um, Um, David uh, Strom, uh, he's a local guy. Yeah, he has been a conservative voice. Uh, For instance, I know Channel 5 has used him during election times. Uh, They've used him for certain things, Uh, interviews about candidates, that sort of thing. Uh, So I I know he is from here. Walter Reed is a hospital. It is a place for the sacrament of extreme unction, otherwise known as the last rites or anointing of the sick, must be able to be given. Kicking priests out of Walter Reed is potentially denying Catholics a sacrament and not just the ability to attend Mass or be provided comfort by a priest. Walter Reed does retain the services of one Catholic priest. However, the priests of the Archdiocese for the Military Services U.S. are not welcome. Until these past few months, Strom writes, I have never ever used the word demonic to describe a person's behavior. But now that word seems appropriate to describe any given act by the Biden administration. Cease and desist. They actually issued a cease and desist order to priests engage in the pastoral care of ill hospital patients. Appropriate with you on that story. And Strom without writing it, apparently has concluded that the Catholic priests, the Franciscans, are not on board enough with the alphabet ideology, which I take it to mean the LBGTQ plus one, two, three, four, PQZ, MTV, boom, 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 boom. MTV is a part of it. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, Oh, by the way, which is not necessarily true. Uh, There's many Catholic priests who acknowledge the uh, alphabet ideology. Strong graduated from Carleton College in 87, degree in political science, holds a master's degree in poli-sci from Duke. He's taught uh, political philosophy at Duke, North Carolina State, Carleton, and UST. How did he get out of uh, Carleton with a conservative thought? Uh, He was with the... uh, Served as president of the Taxpayers League of Minnesota. That's oh, probably that, there why. There you go. 
He so do the, you? He saw the light. Yeah. Do you believe the Department of Justice and the Biden administration is targeting Catholics? Sure seems that way. Isn't you're you're although, familiar with the story about the trans ac, uh, activists that vandalized Catholic churches? I'm not. And the Department of Justice is recommending no jail time? I'm not familiar with that story. That's semi-disturbing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Joe well, Biden is Catholic, Biden's right? Catholic. Yeah. But yeah. he's a cafeteria yeah. Catholic. He's not. He's not <laughs> well, aren't all of you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, unless you're wearing the collar, you all seem like you're, you know, just uh, uh, buying sinners? your way out of sin. I'm new to that one. <laughs> yeah, I like to buy those plenary indulgences. Yeah. Let me, here, here's, uh, here's 10 grand. Let me cheat for a while. Yeah. What, uh, I've never heard that. What's cafeteria Catholic? What does that mean? Well, I'll you be, pick your spots. I'll, I believe this and I believe this, but I'm not going to believe all, that. A la carte. That. Yeah, a la carte. Gotcha. I, first time I heard it, it made me hungry. Yeah. Well, this isn't good to kick priests out of a hospital. I'll no. say. No. Guy's laying there with his leg blown off. He might want but to talk to a priest. Doesn't this just tell you, based on what John just said, the fact that the president is Catholic, that he's just this is part of his marching orders? Wouldn't that be, fall well, under that? Well, that, and I'm not sure he knows he's Catholic. Yeah, that's Ooh. the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> he's in Ireland now pretending to be Catholic. Yeah, he oh. thinks he's in Florida. Yeah, he doesn't know where the hell he is. <laughs> You guys. <laughs> Gee whiz, though. Uh, I guess we won't read this in any conventional news gathering. John, just for the hell of it, see if the Washington Post had the story. Okay. Uh, the New uh, York Post has were, it. I'm, I'm okay. reading their version right now. All right. The cease and desist order was issued March 31st. So you have time to see if uh, the New York Times... I'll give you two assignments, John. Did uh-huh. the New York Times or the Washington Post have this story? I know the St. Paul Pioneer Press did not. Fox News, New York Post, CNS, I don't know what that is. That's Catholic News Service. Washington Examiner, which is the conservative Washington paper. Uh, I do not see it on, well, Yahoo has it. Um, That's it. I don't see it on any other major. Would they have uh, run it as, what do you you call it, when you run an AP story or whatever? would Would they have run it that way? That particular that story? That would still show up. A would, yeah, oh, that's true. Still no, still you're right. Up. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I don't see it on any other major ones. I'll keep looking while you uh, talk. At Mueller Mortuary, you're dealing with Catholicism. That doesn't necessarily mean he wouldn't plant somebody who isn't Catholic. Amen to that, bro. <laughs> but they are. They happen to be Catholic, and I think it factors into the thinking of making this a celebration of lives well-lived. At Mueller Mortuary, they've been in the business for 75 years. I've known the family almost that long. And, of course, thinking about funeral planning can be frightening and intimidating and I would think fraught with anxiety. Catholicism also plays into the fact that you can have a, a open bar there. That's right. Uh, well, at the White Bear location, you can. Right. Uh, and But once you get into the warm embrace of the Mueller people, you learn that this is not as difficult a process as you thought. They they are there to help you, and they do it better than anyone in this, in this business, one of the most required businesses in the country, and they've been doing it for a long time, and they'll make you feel comfortable with and about your connection with them. Scott has written a book. Scott Mueller has written a book called What You Need Before You Go. It answers those serious and difficult questions in the easiest way, in the most genteel way. They are great people. And they, uh, I can't tell you that they make a funeral fun. There's, no, there's nothing fun about yeah. it, is there? 
But what they do is they they can kind of turn things around and make you realize you are celebrating a life that was well lived. Let's go. And let's... A celebration. Let's enjoy the presence of our deceased mom or dad or aunt or uncle or whatever mm -hmm. and realize that uh, we're sending them out in the most comfortable and uh, reverent way possible. Mueller Mortuary, uh, I call it MuellerMemorial.com. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Trivia time. Which local yes. dealership has the most manufacturer brands in one single showroom? You already know. It's Moon Motorsports in Monticello. Eleven brands that we all trust under one roof. Their newest brand, Gas Gas, a dirt and trail brand with ex an exciting mix of Models for riders of all levels, actually, in all ages. Gas Gas these days, they make more than just trials bikes. Uh, their dirt bikes are fantastic. And for those of you that want an ATV or side-by-side, -side, the selection is great at Moon Motorsports. Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, Moon Motorsports has you off-road lovers covered. I personally have a Polaris Ranger that I love. Moon Motorsports. They're right there in Monticello on the south side of 94, just west of Highway 25. They are our Can-Am, Polaris, Skidoo, Honda, Yamaha, and the best dirt trail adventure motorcycle dealer in the area. Check them all out on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Thank you. Yeah. I just have to finish typing something. Nice Bear job, with Mooner. me. This piece didn't have it. I'm trying to figure out when the cathedral of St. Paul... Mm -hmm. rings its bells. I know all about the bells from a story I printed, but it doesn't tell me when the bells are rung. Your cathedral, not St. Paul's cathedral. The, the cathedral the, in St. Paul. Correct, yeah. The Lutheran Church used to do it up here at 11 a.m. when they started service, and we always knew the geese were going to start flying as soon as they uh, did those bells. Great. You can hear the cathedral bells on Sunday at 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m., half an hour before... No, I struggle with that word, too. <laughs> before what? No, it's, it's a different one. Different St. Paul uh, Cathedral. As near as I can find, the bells at the cathedral in St. Paul ring only once, and that's on Sunday. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I will look that I up. want you to continue <laughs> that's, researching. That's what most... Christian churches do. It's usually, um, my understanding, just on Sundays. John, they ring in B-flat for your information. Uh, do they really? Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I did find, I think, when they ring also, a uh, Sunday, Yep. half half an hour before, well, they ring 9.30 to 10 a.m., half an hour before Matins. What is Matins? M-A-T-T-I-N-S. You're looking at the same thing M -A -T -T -I -N -S. I Oh, am I? London, yeah. What's London? Oh, St. Paul. Yeah, you're right. Why don't, Never why don't mind. you look up what the Never word mind. Matins means? <laughs> is that it, John, just on Sundays? Well, no, that's... No, that was... I, Rook was right. I had the same thing he did. It's the wrong church. Oh, I have it here. Bell ringing times. Thank you. 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. I printed it out Sunday. an hour ago. Yeah, but yeah, but strike three. He's got the same one we did. <laughs> you three have the same London. wrong story. <laughs> okay, Sunday only is what I'm getting. 9.30, 10.45, oh. and 
Don't you know a guy that works the pulpit over there? Why don't you just call him? And does that picture of St. Paul's Cathedral match up with the one that's sitting on the hill? Uh, no, this okay. is London. Because it's in London, just <laughs> like mine and Rick's was. Yeah, this is same. London. <laughs> London, they got the bells going off. Matins is oh. a canonical hour in Christian liturgy, originally sung during huh. the darkness of early morning. The earliest use of the term was in reference to a... Matt, stop, look at me, and focus. When do the bells ring at the Cathedral of St. Paul, Minnesota? I, I can I can move this conversation forward if you want. Go ahead. Um, how would you feel if your Catholic Church rang those bells at 5 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 2 p.m., 4 p.m., all day long, every single day? The reason I'm bringing my parish, for example, does not ring any bells that I'm aware of. I'm bringing this up because the Minneapolis mosques would be able to broadcast the Adhan, the Islamic call to prayer, Five times a day, under a proposed ordinance unanimously approved March 29 by the City Council's Public Health and Safety Committee. The resolution would expand the number of times a mosque could issue the call to prayer from three or four to five, meaning that morning and sometimes evening prayers no longer would be excluded. The ordinance still must be approved by the full council and Mayor Fry before it could take effect. That could happen this week. It was authored by the council member Aisha Chugati, who represents the 10th Ward in collaboration with 6th Ward Council Member Jamal Osman and his 5th Ward Council Member Jeremiah Ellison. The three make up the council's Muslim caucus. Uh, Okay, Muslim community members and elders were joined at last week's public hearing by Christian and Jewish religious leaders and activists, many of whom hoisted signs that read Minneapolis for religious freedom. So it sounds like uh, the uh, Christian and Jewish clerics who might have shown up at the Capitol were in favor of this. All right. I did find a video of the bells ringing at the St. Paul, Minnesota Cathedral. Yeah. And according to this post, it says that they go off every day at 6 p.m., but that can't be right. It might be right. Oh, okay. I'm on their site, and they don't say anything. Yeah, I looked at their site, too, and they didn't have anything. It is really important for all people in Minneapolis and our community to experience and practice religious freedom to the fullest extent that our state Local and federal laws allows, Trugatti said after the hearing. Jelani Hussein, executive director of the Minnesota chapter of the Council on American-Islamic Relations, praised the Christian and Jewish organizations who showed up to support the Muslim community. All right. I I guess what I was driving at is I don't think other faiths routinely ring calls to prayer. Not all day long. No. Uh, and if I would say I'm opposed to this, I would just be an evil racist. Yes. So I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to bolster myself with some it's ammunition. Been kind of the, the theme of the show today. I guess so. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm joking. To, I'm trying I'm to bolster joking. myself with with wow. ammunition to suggest that. Uh, I don't think this is done for other faiths. Right. I don't think But I've often said, I have yet to discover a faith that needs as much public accommodation as the Muslim faith. 
got to have special sinks and you got to face this way to pray and you got to take time out from work and do this and that. I'm unaware of, uh, I can imagine when Catholics came over here from Ireland in the in the uh, 19th century, what they would have, how they would have been right. treated if they said, hey, look at every Friday at three o'clock, we got to say the rosary. Well, you're fired. Right. Yeah, they weren't that accepted, readily accepted anyway, were they? It was a shock when Kennedy got elected. Here's what I found. I called the cathedral. Oh. They, in a rare, rare moment of... a rare example of work. I want you to know, it wasn't because of work, it's because I I did want to know. You were curious. uh, It was self-interest. Quarter hour, they do the Westminster ding, dong, ding, dong. Yep. And then they'll ring before mass. Yep. And special occasions. There was an ordination yesterday, so the bells were going crazy. So there's not a set time. Okay. Brooke, take oh. a bow. Thank Interesting. You. Thank you. I, I would add another proviso. Thank you. What? Uh, I can think of a number of reasons that the cathedral, for example, might ring its bells that have nothing to do with calling anyone to prayer. Happy hour? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's quarter after. Let's There's go. There's that. No. Uh, first of all, they're gorgeous sounding. Yes. And yeah. two, they're celebratory in nature because of the presence of the building. Would seem to be. Yeah. Um, this is the video that yeah, I was. They're wonderful. Yeah. I do have a note here that says a lot of Catholic and Protestant churches ring the bells three times a day, 6 a.m., noon, and 6 p.m. throughout the United States. Well, maybe that's, that's that. and all I could find specifically. Isn't that where the law is now in Minneapolis? Aren't they three times a day? Yeah, but the Muslims uh, want five times a day. Right. Um, yeah, because this could increase it from three to f- uh, three. Or four to five, yeah. What are we negotiating? A used car, right? <laughs> give, me, give me four and a half. Hey, I, I, yeah, I, I go three, three, but three I'm not quarter. doing five. Right. <laughs> if three is the norm for all other faiths, then the Muslims should be limited to three. That's fair. They're, 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 equity. We just equality. Didn't we just settle that? Yep. Done. If if other faiths are limited to three, why do Muslims get five? But who is going to be the person that stands in I the will. way of that? No, but I'm, so, yeah. What do Jewish temples do? Or is that the right word, temple? Yeah. Uh, what synagogue. do they do? Synagogue. 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 Thank you. Yes. Synagogue, yes. What do they do? I don't even know if synagogues have bells. I can see this becoming a urinating um, contest. Mm-hmm. They often have bells attached in synagogues. Mm-hmm. In the synagogue, when the Torah scrolls are taken out of the, I won't try to say it, the ark, though, everyone can hear where the Torah is by listening to the bells. Mm-hmm. Well, this think, is bound to pass. Uh, there's no one in the city council who would have any deep thoughts about this. They'll just act politically, and of course they'll sign it. Sure. I mean, there's no, there's no question this will become... Uh, an ordinance would be no question at all. The difference between a temple and a synagogue, technically there's no difference between them. A place of worship can be called a synagogue, temple, or shul. You may also see congregation used in the name of a synagogue. Hmm. I'm not sure I have a horse in the race, but I think it's uh, meaning I'm not sure there's a mosque near me, but it's inevitable that it will be. That to me strikes me as inevitable given our demographic changes and and uh, our hospi- our hospitality to 
uh, our visitors from other countries who continue to arrive here. I think it's inevitable that that call to prayer will be heard uh, throughout the Twin Cities in years to come. You said something very elegantly that I was trying to put into words and I could not. Something about uh, the Muslim faith being the lowest percentage um, of uh, the population, but yet they are, what did you say, the highest... Um, public visibility no what did you say yeah, what, yeah you i said no other faith requires so much public accommodation yeah yep that's that's and you're so right i was thinking about my buddy ben from the netherlands who 10 years ago warned me about this and i just happened to look up the uh percentage of the population of the dutch population uh 20 catholic 14 percent protestant five percent muslim five percent other and according to my buddy Ben from the Netherlands, uh, Netherlands, that was the case there. The more accommodation to the Muslims than any other religious faith. Mm -hmm. The true question is, what were you doing in the Netherlands, Kenny? No, he lived here. He, oh, okay. He, uh, oh, yeah, okay. he lived Got in it. Bloomington. Yep. Well, Kenny, I, th I think we, ha we had a discussion about this on the show a couple of years ago. Do you know what the second most spoken language is in France? Muslim. French. Yeah. Oh, French, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. You yeah, know, I, I'm, I'm seeing something. Uh, again, I have to be very careful here because I'll just be a horrible white racist. But I'm seeing something with the clergy who showed up in response to this that, I'm, that I saw with automobile manufacturers. I'm going to make a link. Okay. Right. They're, they're too quickly willing to capitulate to whatever they, whichever way they think the wind's blowing. For example, here is the Reverend Jane Buckley Dash Farley, senior pastor of Trinity Lutheran Congregation in the Minneapolis Cedar Riverside, testifying in support of the ordinance. Our way of being in the neighborhood is to support and nurture folks. We wanted to support them in that effort because of that. Now, I'm not suggesting by any stretch of the imagination that Jane Buckley Dash Farley be opposed to the Muslim call for prayer, but I would suggest that she might take note of the fact that you get three, Jane, and they're going to get five. I mean, why not just get cut to the chase here? You're getting, you get three, Jane, they get five. Why do they get five? Well, because apparently there are certain rituals that must be supported five times a day. I have no obligation to support your rituals. Right. right. Now, by law in the United States, apparently I have an obligation to accommodate you ringing your bells three times a day. I have none to, to accommodate you ringing them five times a day. And you got these priests and ministers and... Uh, uh, elders showing up saying, yeah, it's great. Let them ring their bells. We're, we're just happy to be celebrating. No, you're, you're, you're just, you're Cave just, you're just you're being, you're just being catering to, uh, uh, a movement that you think is, uh, a proper for you to be supporting and that, and that's fine. That's fine. But you get three. Hmm. Why do they get five? Is that a fair question? Sure. It's yeah. fair. It is. Well, it is. Because of your statement that Kenny brought up. No other religion is so greatly accommodated. And I'm not saying that negative, but I'm saying, why is that? Why do, why do we go around hoops? Because yeah. the Muslim population of the country has done a wonderful job of increasing their political intensity. 
They're very bold with that. Uh, look how far Ilhan Omar has gotten based on nothing except being Muslim. True. And, you know, uh, the, you know wearing the hijabs for your driver's license. What's missing from this conversation is the voice of the people. We're hearing from the religion, the, the religious people, the relig uh, religious leaders. We're not hearing from the people who live in the neighborhoods. And I would like to ask, in particular, the people that hate hearing any church bell at any time, how would they feel about the call to prayer? Would they love that, or would they also hate that? Who wrote prayers for the assassin and the, uh, who was the guy I recommended? Ferrigno? Ferrino. Uh, Ferrino. I mean, Jesus, God and help you. Just read that. You'll see what life's going to be like 20 years Rook, from now. Does the mayor get one for, for that earlier? You, yeah. didn't, you didn't see him yet. What? Capitulate. That's a bleep that word, I think. Oh, that's a good word. Capitulate. It's a very common no, word. No, that's a fantastic, yeah. that's a wonderful <laughs> a lot word. A lot of people use that word. I can't uh -oh. stop thinking about these spy Reminds movies. Me of baseball. I, these spy movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, I always want to hit the deck when I hear it. There's a Jason Bourne movie where he's somewhere, and that call to prayer is really loud and going on. And I just think, you know what? I I couldn't live with that. By the I, way, I couldn't five times a day? No, Reeves, I couldn't do it. Yes, sir. I'll play the audio of the call to prayer, and let I'd like I I I'd like to know if it's beauteous. Okay. Mm. German industrial music? or I don't know. I don't know. Why would it be German? Why do you get five? I get three. Why not? That's German. Yeah. What are you thinking what are you about? Thinking about? Oh thinking. God. I spelt it pear. Is it P-E-A-R? Oh, my God. Hey, how are you? Uh, I've got an ad now because YouTube is <laughs> chock full of them. So give me a second while this... Uh... Yeah. I'm just... Think it'd be that difficult. It's playing, it's just taking a minute. I ain't hearing this five times a day. Right. I've got the solution. It goes on longer, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, this clip is three and a half minutes. Yeah. Oof. So 15 minutes, 16 minutes a day, you'd have to hear this? Sounds like somebody with the flu. I, uh, yeah. I have some good news for you. Initially, 50 daily prayers were commanded, but that was changed on the advice of so the So it prophet. is bargaining. They're... <laughs> they Where is the person 50, to say, we get three, How you, you don't get five? That's no, all I'm seeing. No, I, I have the answer. If you're a parent, you know the answer. When your kids start arguing because Billy got three cookies and Jimmy got two cookies and was, the other idiot got one, guess what? Nobody gets any effing cookies. Yeah. Shut I up. I said so. We're done yeah. with cookies. Yeah, we're done. Now that I changed wanna, quick. Now I want a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this propensity... To cave immediately to various political identities is part of the reason this country's going in the tank. Well, you don't have to use the word various. 
Well, because I mean more than Muslims. I'm not singling out the Muslim faith. Well, what if the Catholics came out and said five times a day, every day? No, I'm I'm talking about uh, electric cars. I'm talking about oh. drag performances in schools. I'm I got talking, you. This, the, the minute you cave to all this BS, the more entrenched it becomes. All, all I'm saying is, I get three, you get three. Right. That's it. Yeah. Bing, bang, boom. We're done. What about Otis, who just wants to sleep? Let him sleep. What if they want to snowblow at one in the morning, like the church you used to live well, by? Well, they lived across the street oh, from a deaf God. church. Oh, they yeah. didn't know. They didn't care. That was, uh, they they do alley. that my backyard. Yeah. The plows are out yeah. all night long going beep, beep, beep. Oh, Not much oh, you can do about deaf a... people snowblowing. Right. you got to snowblow. Right. Right. Right? You could You could fight back. My roommate, when I first met her, lived right next to a church, and... She'd be very upset when she was hung over on a Sunday morning oh, and there'd be all sorts of uh, uh, church stuff going on. And uh, she'd crank up the old Metallica and fight back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God love yeah, her. Oh, yeah, God yeah. help us. There's only one thing to solve some of these issues. That's a decent meal of meat. From Grunhofer's What if I want to meats. eat more than three times a day? Oh, yeah. man, you can do that with Grunhofer's double-smoked ham and double-smoked bacon and 140 flavors of brats and the town ball meatloaf and the rookie burgers. And remember that all Grunhofer's beef is Minnesota-grown. It's beef for Minnesota's farmers. Anything you want in the world of meat is there. It's I, a meat emporium. I did get a an update from Spencer yep. uh, via Kendra in our sales department. Wonderful. Uh, let Joe know we had a record sale on hams again this year. All right. For Easter. Uh, but Joe can still talk about the double smoke brats, uh, the rookie burgers, and of course all of our Minnesota raised beef. Well, I think I just did. Got yes, you to get did. My hands did. Hey, who's making a run? We got to do the runs. That again. was a record sale of the double smoked Easter hands. I'm glad you took part in that. There are two Grunhofer's locations: the tried and true original on Highway 61 in Hugo, and the store that opened last year in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just east of Interstate 35. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, Minnesota-grown beef for Minnesota's farmers. Oh. Look, I can't play this when you're bouncing the table. spends hours in hardware stores, <laughs> sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushiro. What am I doing? Nothing. So as these meatheads were sitting here fighting during the break, um, I was thinking about Dave, the owner of ProTurf. This guy's a really, really smart businessman. He does things the old way. Not only does he run the entire business, you, you could find Dave out at job sites working right next to the fella, uh, right hello. next to the fellas. Yeah, he worked you know, online, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he was there. Working he could on it. be. He could be up at the lake, but he's there right next to the fellas. Uh, and that's why Professional Turf is so successful. If you want a beautiful lawn all season long, click on ProfessionalTurf.com. But what I wanted to bring about uh, Dave and being old-fashioned, when it comes to service, he has his guys and his gals come right out to your home in person for that free estimate. That's setting clear and accurate expectations for both sides. They combine their years, 35 years of experience with your ideas. They create a program 
that I promise you it will exceed your wildest dreams and you don't get any upsell from these guys. You're going to have your own fertilizer and weed control plan, environmentally safe, guaranteed for results. And if you see something in between visits, they've got the toot sweet thing. Give them a call. They'll be out right away. That beautiful, healthy lawn, it's a reality. No crabgrass, no dandelions, no broadleaf weeds. Just click on professionalturf.com. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Uh, before we get to news, Rook, what were you doing there during the... the uh, doing a, you music? thought he was a DJ. The music? Yeah, I was going like Good. this. Scratch it. Well, I know I'm going to regret this, uh, but since you did that, it is the today birthday of one of the greatest musicians in American music history. Herbie Hancock is 83 years no old. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. So, and he's still with us. And and Rook, I knew would you know go right to rock. I don't have even right though, there, I mean, even it was... the jazz stuff is you know the stuff he made his career on. You ever scratch? Look at me. Do you ever scratch? Stop it. You don't ever scratch? Stop it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, this uh, update. Moving right along. Oh, wait a second. Only when Stop it, it. Only when it itches. Wait. John and I can answer that. John and I have actually scratched. Back in the old days when we were queuing up LPs for playing on the oh, air. Yeah. Oh, wow. sure. Okay. When cool. I started You're radio. You're both that old. Yep. I, I, I am. Yeah, thanks. And tell me the significance I, of the razor blade in the studio with you, Kenny. Well, there's two oh. reasons, Rook. One <laughs> okay. of them was no, to entertain. The first know. one. <laughs> I feel really old now. i got to go take a nap. We'll see you guys. <laughs> uh, this update is brought to you by our friends at ProfessionalTurf.com. A sort of sports note before we get to the news part of things here. Games this year are going faster. I know what Chris just discovered. Uh, because of the major league rule changes, they've cut about 30 minutes off games on average. And there's another adjustment uh, because of this. Some teams, including the Twins, have extended alcohol sales to the eighth inning. The previous standard, you might recall, if you're so. at Target Field, you couldn't buy anything after the seventh inning. Yes, uh, in the back. Two points about this. My friend Hod said the pitch count is ruining his baseball watching. Really? Because he used to use that time, and then fast forward, and then pick up the game. I don't know what he meant by that, but the second, never mind. Okay. The second thing that I noted is, I'm watching the Wild game last night, Yeah. and at 9 o'clock, I click over to the Twins. It was over. They're done! And, and they, they went, went yep. 10 and innings! And they went extra innings. We yeah. got home from baseball last night at 8-10, and I said... The damn game's in the seventh inning already? Yeah. I mean, there are times when I kind of wish it was still going on. Yeah. yeah. You want something that to watch. sucker was over. Yeah. Get me to the news. That's what you want. About a 238, I, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. 223, 10 innings. 223, 10 innings. 10 innings. What and year I told, is this? 1964? <laughs> right. I told you guys this screws me up during the baseball season because I used to watch West Coast games till about 11, then I would read an hour or right. two. Now that all the West Coast games are over at 1030. So I'm very confused. What that means you have to read longer. What if yeah, you're at I have been? Don't they steal from the experience of being in the ballpark? I mean, think of how fast you have to drink in order to get a good, healthy buzz on. <laughs> right. The people in the park aren't paying any attention to the game. I was at the Cardinals game, Kenny, a couple Saturdays ago, and I remember I went. I, we walked around the concourse. We sat back down in our seats. And we said, "Holy crap! It's in the fifth inning already, and we just yeah. got there." I'm pro very quickly. I love it. Well, I'm loving it, but I home. was shocked last night. I mean, for the last 15 years, I would turn from the wild to the twins at this time of year and pick them up in about the sixth I, I, inning. Are you yep. kidding? I drive 
155 miles. I get a hotel room. I buy my tickets. I go down there, and it's over before I've got a buzz on. Forget yeah. about it. It's yeah. awful. Yeah. I think going to games are boring, so I'm glad they're over early. John Height in the news. <laughs> oh, Rook, I tell you. Now, Minnesota it, gal still is on Survivor. She's not been voted off. Yeah. Rook thinks baseball games are boring and that Herbie Hancock's big hit was Rocket. Yeah. That's all That's what I was say. watching last night. In news. Three people injured in a shooting near 3500 Brookdale Drive in Brooklyn Park last night. Seven people arrested in connection with the shooting. It happened just after 4.30. Officers responded to a call of a shooting, were given the description of a possible suspect vehicle leaving the scene. They found that vehicle in the 4900 block of Brookdale Drive a short time later, found two people suffering from gunshot wounds inside. At the reported scene of the shooting, officers found another person suffering from gunshot wounds. All of the victims brought to a hospital with serious but not life-threatening injuries, according to police. Shooting scene found on the 3600 block of Brookdale Avenue. Officers found 15 spent casings. As officers investigated the shooting, they saw a vehicle that was believed to be involved in the shooting leaving a home. They tried to pull over that vehicle, but the driver sped off, got onto 252 before pulling over. The driver was then arrested, and police say the vehicle was connected to the shooting, although no other details were immediately available. Investigators also served search warrants at two residences in question. That led to more arrests and the recovery of six guns. The people involved are believed to all know each other. The case remains under investigation, but police say they think all suspects are accounted for and in custody. Why will not one person on the Minneapolis City Council say we get three, you get three. Because they're trying to cater. Not one person will say that. No, because they're trying to cater to their base. Why won't one person, when they talk about gun control, not talk about the fact that those folks arrested last night will continue to have guns no matter what? Right. Not according to Mary Morality. At the age of 25, they'll suddenly think better. <laughs> It's a good piece in the paper today. Did you see that the editorial page from a neurologist? Yeah. 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 No, that is a really good Basically piece. Basically saying she's full of BS. Exactly. Yep. And that pretty much you'd have to excuse three quarters of the crime in America if you're going to use that excuse. Did we talk about who's backing her on the air or during, that was the, during a break? Do we have Bill uh, 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 Glass tomorrow? Yeah. Let's ask him. I, I think he might in know studio? where Mary's uh, money came from. Mary Moriarty's money. I believe he'll be on the phone. Okay. Well, that sets a precedent. I don't know if I like that. Oh, hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Do you think we would take phone calls? Hell no. I've been working on that for a lot of reasons that you guys no, already know. So. Walking down the street. Get <laughs> the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey. I just heard you on GL. John, who wrote their right. songs? Lieber and Stoller? No, 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 no. The former Viking A lot of linebacker? people wrote their songs. Okay. For instance, for instance, Last Train to Clarksville, which is a wonderful uh, protest song of sorts written by Boyce and Hart, if you That's remember right, them. That's right, Boyce and Hart. Uh, Last Train to uh, Clarksville, that was them. And uh, what's the other really good one? Pleasant Valley Sunday was Carol King, Jerry Goffin. Hmm. Uh, I'm a Believer was Neil Diamond. So uh, they had some uh, A-list people working on the songs did. they wrote. It'd so. be interesting to talk to him in person about that. No, it sure would. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It'd be fun. I'm going to replace all you guys with golf carts. Mm -hmm.
Just keep it up. Just keep it up. <laughs> get replaced by golf carts. Actually, baseball bags. That's what I'm going to raise you guys with. The federal government has committed nearly half the $505 million needed to build the Gold Line. Bus Rapid Transit Project planned to provide service between downtown St. Paul and Woodbury beginning in 2025. Why? Nuria Fernandez, uh, Chris, if you're wondering, administrator of the Federal Transit Administration at a ceremony said, quote, there's nothing better than showing up here with a check. Yeah, FTA, it's wow. not your money, right. lady. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> the FTA will contribute $239 million to the no, East No, they Metro won't. Line. You will. They from don't the have any money. It's from the Federal Bipartisan Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, with Ramsey and Washington counties each chipping in one hundred. And $20 million. No, that's you. The result will, Where the people's at? The res, uh, result will be the first bus rapid transit project in Minnesota that will largely operate on a dedicated lane. It'll run along the north side of Interstate 94, uh, meaning, according <clears throat> to the folks doing it, that are service you, won't be snarled by congestion. Uh, are you How kidding me? How could that possibly cost that much money? Well, they're building their own highway. Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. Oh, it's just such a waste but of But think money. of how uh, useful it'll be, Joe, from all those to people. Whom? To all those people it's, that no longer work downtown anyway. It's But but it's the gold line. Come on, fellas. Yeah, I could have a good name like that. And no matter what, it'll still suck taking the bus. Yes. <laughs> what if it's a mega bus? Uh, Harry Chapin. Mega. The Greyhound is a dog of a way to get around. Get Boy, it. is it. Yeah, yeah okay. he was right. A pork processing plant in southern Minnesota is poised to shut down and permanently lay off more than 1,000 people if a new owner for the Wyndham operation can't soon be found. High Life Foods filed notice with the state this week that its efforts to turn the business around have been unsuccessful. Uh, Glenn Taylor and a group of investors bought the former beef packing plant in 2016 and created Prime, uh, Prime Pork and Comfrey Farms. In 2020, Canada-based High Life bought 75% ownership of the plant from Taylor Corporation. Glenn Taylor, who owns the Star Tribune, of course, as a separate investment, sold his remaining ownership of the pork plant earlier this year. That plant can process 1.2 million hogs annually, about a third of High Life's processing capacity. Brother Bus had a greyhound, and she was a beauty. Hmm. Just a beauty. Is this the plant that Taylor owned that caused all the protesters at the Timberwolves game? Probably, yeah. That's a good question, yeah. Thank you, John. Probably. It's a lot of bacon. <laughs> Don't get used to it, Chris. You ever wrestle a greased pig? <laughs> Here we go, Dad. I, I, I have not. No, but I'm willing to learn. That was a topic on today's Krabby Coffee Shop. It was. Oh. Never, what is it, wrestle with a pig? It just gets you all Never tug on Superman's cane. And John Hyde in the newsroom. And the pig likes it. Anyway, uh, another state fair show announced. Local slash national bent to this one. The monkeys. Two uh, no, two veteran indie rock acts with deep Minnesota ties. The Hold Steady oh, and Bob Mould cool. will pair up at the Minnesota State Fair Grandstand on September 2nd for the Currents Music on a Stick concert. No. The Saturday night gig at the fair will be the first time The Hold Steady, led by United native Craig Finn, with other ex-Twin City and bandmates, has shared a stage locally with Mould, who spent his formative 1980s years here making noise with the legendary punk trio Husker Du. Mould will be joined at this show by his namesake band of the past decade. Uh, Dillinger 4 will also make its grandstand debut to open that concert. That's one of two gigs the Twin Cities Punk Quartet 
uh, has with Hold Steady this summer. The other is June 30th in Chicago. Tickets for the Grandstand Trifecta, very cheap, $27 and $37. So I think Hold Steady is pretty good. Yeah, they are good. Here's, I like Hold Steady. Here's a fun tip. Go into an independent record store like Fetus or, or whatever. Um, walk up to the desk with your favorite Hold Steady uh, CD and say to them, Craig Finn is the new Bruce Springsteen. I promise you, they will not be able to restrain themselves. It's so, so fun. Did he used to be with somebody else. Lifter Puller. Craig Finn? Yeah, yeah. That, the, he, a local boy, and they played all over in the 90s here. I saw him a billion times. Yep. Yep. Johnny, I'm sorry if you mentioned it. What what night of the week is that, or what's the date? It's a Saturday evening, September 2nd. Oh. Why am I so confusing right, him with Labor Crowded Day House? Is there a Finn because in Crowded a, House? Yeah, there is, but there's no Neil. relation. All right. Neil, Neil Finn. Finn. Yeah. Neil Finn and Tim Finn was Neil's brother, who was also a very good musician. Uh, split <laughs> Ends. They're both in Split Ends. Craig Finn has some fun lyrics. Uh, he's a pretty good lyricist. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've heard, uh, I don't know how many albums they have. I've heard two, and I thought they were both very good. So yeah, like I've got a bunch. Lot. I don't hate him, you know, which is saying something. Didn't he come from a family of, uh, like, musicians? Wasn't Huck Finn one of the original? <laughs> Saw that one coming. <laughs> Saw that one Didn't coming. Didn't he play the uh, flute? Don't <laughs> bite, Sue. Flute player. Don't bite. Well, you know, Huck. It's with, it's with a, bit, a bit of trepidation, I tell you, that we'll have more news after this. And unfortunately, I believe I have to send it back to the fellow that just made the Huck Finn joke. Well, you do. And you know what? When I get serious about my Huck Finn stories, I am serious. But I'm even more serious when I'm talking about what? heating what? or cooling what? your home. That made no when sense tell, at all. When I tell a Huck Finn story, I'm, I'm really serious about it. Is this Welter? Yeah, they're not get on the clock Get your money yet. back, Let's, They're not Ray. on the clock yet. Let's go, Huckster. Get busy. This is what it is. It comes down to this. Here's what it is. You may have turned serious. off your heat. Because it's 80 degrees out. But you know what? in my house last night. The problem's not going away, Joe. Yeah. you got to have Welter come out and fix that furnace for next year. You might need it this weekend, too. So call 612-825-6867. Ask for Huck Finn. No. And if Huck is in there. (laughs) No, don't do that. No, don't do that. Because somebody live is going to answer. I've done this myself when I called to uh, uh, get a... um, a piece of equipment exchanged out, uh-huh. and they were fantastic. The billing is so easy. You can go online to request a quote, make a, 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 an appointment. Welter Heating has 100 years of experience in four generations, so they're not a fly-by-night. They don't have a crazy jingle. they got a moron doing their ads for them. Welterheating.com is the website, but they're a wonderful family. 612-825-6867. You won't be disappointed. Remember, air condition your shelter. With Ray and Welter, welterheating.com. I hope so. <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. We got many reasons to love Tri State. They've been around since 83, one of the biggest. Bobcat dealers in the country. Also, they're all GLers, so they're listening every day. But what I love, they feature the bull, the Toro, the absolute leader in lawn care. And we've got a Toro mower for everyone. Every application, small lots, big lots, acreage. I don't care if you're uh, just a tiny homeowner or if you're a contractor and you need a dozen of them. Um, Tri-State can set you up with a Toro. Right now, Tri-State has last year's 54-inch time cutter zero turns with my ride suspension, mind you, 
for forty two ninety nine. Check it. Check those out when you get in there. You'll love them. They also have current model year fifty inch time cutters thirty seven ninety nine. You can see it all at tristatebobcat.com. Toro's also at the forefront of battery powered equipment, and this isn't stuff you have to charge every ten minutes. This stuff lasts all day. Their sixty volt power source with the Toro Flex Force system, pretty amazing. You put it on a backpack, and then it runs whatever you got: string trimmers, hedge trimmers, leaf blowers, and it's all day power. <laughs> Same with their uh, big lawnmowers. The, these uh, these contractors can run these zero-turn battery-powered lawnmowers all day long. Three locations, Hudson, Little Canada, and Burnsville, and Mankeys down in Owatonna. And, of course, the web, tristatebobcat.com. I mean... <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. Is the Olkowski? Perhaps you'd like to share it. that with the entire it, class. It, it, listen to it. It'd be fun if you could it. maybe turn your microphones off I'm when sorry, that bullshit is happening. I didn't mean to do it. Can't hear it. Yeah. We're gonna have to put that on social rook. I'm not with you. I have a great announcement that involves John Height. Oh. Okay. Oh. Our buddy Jeff Dayton's gonna be in studio Friday. Did you yeah. note that in studio as a guest and a musician in studio? And John will come in with his guitar, and that's this Friday. Jeff's in town the 14th and 15th. What day is the 14th? 14th is Friday. He'll be at the 318 Music Cafe in Excelsior that night, and the next night he's at Crooners in Fridley. Nice. But on Friday, Ooh. Jeff Dayton, our buddy from the fair, wonderful musician, will be in here with us. And you know what? I got a feeling it's going to be a rather festive day because I do believe it will be the garage door opener. Oh, sure. Oh, nice. And yeah. Jeff Dayton to celebrate that. How great is that? Now, Jeff is bringing a guitar, right? And yeah, in person. He'll be in the studio. And and he doesn't care if I'm there playing guitar? Because sometimes musicians... No, well, some musicians well, do. you know what? Mm-hmm. Just be here with a guitar. Does let's? Well, I'll be I, there. Don't worry. John, great. I think he's made a special request that I don't show up with my bass. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure he, he doesn't need that. You can ask um, him if he's ever played with Mickey Dolan. Good. Probably Dolan's knows him. Too. Probably knows him. Mickey Dolan's. Yes, him too. Circus boy. Yep. By the way, uh, Crooners, where Jeff is playing, yeah, fabulous, fabulous. I've heard that. See. I hear yeah. great things about it. Yeah. It's wonderful. What is it's it? Wonderful. What kind of venue? It's a it's a night a supper club sort of old fashioned supper club. Not old fashioned, I should say. It's a supper club, huh. and it, it has a couple rooms. They also built a place out back where uh, bands can play uh, in outdoor setting. Uh, but the thing, you can go in, you can order yourself a steak or a can salad you get food or whatever there? you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, whatever you want. <laughs> and, uh, steak, salad. Yeah. Oh. Before 8 o'clock, though. Not yeah, like Is, is this on? There's yeah, no bingo down. at Crooners, I don't think. No, no, no. It's no. a very nice place. And, uh, the, yeah, it's, uh, anyway, they're they're not really playing paying for this, so I'll just be quiet and go on to the news. Reavers, go queue up that CD. I have it ready to go. Okay, thank you. John, continue. Uh, federal authorities say two Minneapolis men have been indicted for their roles in an armed carjacking and kidnapping earlier this year. The U.S. Attorney's Office's 18-year-old Jamal Timothy Funches and 21-year-old Tashawn Tian Paulton are federally charged with kidnapping, carjacking, and two counts of brandishing a gun during a violent crime. The court documents say on February 14th, the two men approached a man who'd made arrangements to buy a cell phone over Facebook Marketplace when he went to the meetup spot in Columbia Heights, 
ordered him into the backseat of his vehicle, then held him at gunpoint for hours. Documents add they also picked up a juvenile, and the three of them took turns holding the victim at gunpoint, demanding he give them his cell phone, wallet, credit cards, and banking info, then drove around the Twin Cities to withdraw money using his cards. Prosecutors say the men then openly talked about murdering the man before they finally just dumped him on a road in St. Paul and drove away in the car. The victim was able to use an employee's cell phone at a nearby gas station to call 911. Police then tracked down Paulton, Funchess, and the juvenile by tracking the victim's phone. Funchess and Paulton are both in federal custody. City and law enforcement leaders held a news conference regarding a proposed public safety plan made by Governor Walls and how it would impact communities across Hennepin County. Uh, they held it late this morning. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry, Brooklyn Park Mayor Hollis Winston, Hennepin County Sheriff Dewana Witt, and Minneapolis Police Chief Brian O'Hara, among others, spoke on the topic. The public safety plan would allow funds to be given to public safety departments. Walls' administration announced a revised state budget proposal that would increase the amount of funds being awarded to law enforcement agencies. That proposal calls for up to $550 million to be distributed to cities, counties, and tribal governments. Where is the safety plan? <laughs> the safety man. You know, over the weekend, there was an obit in the Pioneer Press of a guy named Pilot who died. His first name escapes me. But I thought, what an interesting name of a guy to die during Easter. Pilot. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was, was thinking it flying. the same? P-I-L-O-T. Isn't that how oh. Pontius spelled his name? No, it's A-T-E. P-I-L-A-T-E. Oh, then never yeah. mind. Like Pilate? Uh, all right. <laughs> his first name was Airline. I don't think Pontius Pilate was P-I-L-A-T-E. <laughs> Chris, would you look that up for us or Rook, somebody, yeah, whatever. I'm working on other stuff. <laughs> John, thank you. You watching the twins? Oh, am I done already? Yeah, oh, you're done. I'll tell you why. Okay, sure. Oh, why? yeah. No, we'll play it when we come back. Pontius Pilate. P-I-L-A-T-E. Oh, for huh. Pete's sake. Go figure. Yeah, well, I stand corrected. <laughs> Did you ever read the Bible? What the hell's wrong Not with Not really. Uh, <laughs> He's Catholic. It's a cafeteria. I'm right. Catholic, too. I read the Bible. Wow. They're taking that a break. very quiet. Huh? Bye. Do what, though? <laughs> you cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. You know what time of the year it is. I'm going to tell you what time of the year it is. It's time when GLers love to brag about using seafoam. Bragging about it is just as fun as using it. Putting our winter stuff away, breaking out our summer stuff, giving everything a big gulp, and then being joyous when the thing we parked last November fires on the first or second kick. That's how seafoam works. Fast and easy, cleaning, lubricating. All those critical engine parts stay happy so uh, the engine runs better, lasts longer. That rough idle, loss of power, sluggish acceleration, that's often caused by a dirty fuel system. Seafoam cleans, lubricates the entire fuel system. It overcomes those uh, common problems, making our lives easy and fun. A wonderful product in a world of bad gas, seafoam. Years ago, we got a call from a woman named Jan. It was uh, early enough in the development of Garage Logic that we were just really learning what that meant, what garage logicianship meant, and uh, going out to the garage to uh, take matters under our own hands. Mm-hmm. And we got a call from this woman named Jan. Here, hands down, might be. The best call that ever came into Garage Logic. 
Man builds woman, homemade, custom made breast pump. Have the old man build you one like this woman's husband did. Jan? Yeah. Hi. Hi. What's up? Well, I, I disagree with you. I don't think uh, other people need to pay for breast pumps when you can have your own husband go out and build you one like mine did. <laughs> what did he do? Oh, I, I don't know. He, he got a little pump from Axeman. <laughs> variable speed. Yeah. And um, actually, he made it with our first child. Had a little trouble. It kept speeding up too fast. But then he made some adjustments. Now with the second one. And he spray painted it nice and shiny. Kind of big. <laughs> what do you mean? It speeded up. I well, mean, I mean it, the 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 little pump kept kept going faster and faster. So. Well, did what's your husband's name? Dan. Did you yell, Dan? I did, kind of. <laughs> kept getting faster and faster. Well, could you remove the? Yes. Yeah. I could turn it down. Oh, thank goodness. And uh, But then it what's good about it, too, is in between the kids now, he's been able to use it to bleed the pump, the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> and see, I was thinking, you know, you could give me the number of this lady and maybe he could provide these pumps. Man, you, Dan has got to get a Citizen Award, too. Oh, he does. He's great. He went out to the... You're not lying to no, me. No, I, I could bring it and show it to you if you wanted. He went out to the garage, yep. and he built you a breast pump. He did. You have got to send me uh, Dan's name and address, uh, because he, along with the fellow who uh, fought the city of Blaine for this outbuilding and won, uh, there's two awards today that must go out. <laughs> Your husband must receive... A Garage Logic uh, Citizenship Award. Well, I will. I will send that in. Yep. And and the I and the imagery of him uh, bleeding breaks uh, in between uh, children well, uh, is worthy enough uh, of the award. All right. Thanks, Jan. Uh -huh. Send me that information, and we'll send it to him. I will. And and put a notation in there that you're the lady who called about such and such. Okay, I will. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. When do you think that was? I have the exact date right here. Mm -hmm. When do you guys think it was? I was on vacation. I was just say it was in the nineties. <laughs> oh no, I'm thinking it was two thousand four. No, it's Kenny's or Joe's right. It was in the nineties. Oh really? July seventh. Because Jeremy was running the board because wow. I was on vacation. It was July seventh of nineteen ninety seven. Good lord! No kidding. Yep. At least that's what wow. this says on the on the. All right. Yeah, I probably made that up, but that's. And that was cool. Jan Bo. <laughs> I got this email today. Joe, some years ago, I called in to tell you how my husband, Dan, had built me a breast pump. It was used to feed both our sons. I just wanted to update you on what he's been doing. We were lucky enough to buy a cabin up north. Dan wasn't satisfied with the size of the garage. He proceeded to build a 38 by 50 with a 20 by 50 upper level. Wow. It was built with the help of family and friends. The only thing hired out was pouring the cement. Anyway, the garage is currently filled with cabin essentials, jet skis, four-wheelers, pontoon boats, dirt bikes. Dan's invite? current cylinder index is 70 urban. Mm. So I guess I wanted to acknowledge what a true garage logician he is. By the way, one of our sons who benefited from the breast pump grew to be 6 feet 8. <laughs> he is a garage logician in training. Thanks, Jan. Wow. Oh. Jan's been with us all that time. Thank you, Jan. Because her the heading on her email was "Breast Pump Maker Update." <laughs> wow! Thank I you. love a guy that instead of spending anywhere from thirty nine to two hundred and forty nine dollars, goes, 
The hell with that. I can right. build one yeah. better than yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's something as less important as using it as a breast. No, he walked here. in and he said, Jan, here, try this on. See if this Hurry this up. Works. I got to bleed the brakes. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I got brakes to work on. <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way. From where? Marloth Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans at WorldwideWaftage.com. It was on this day. April 12th. In 1923. That's 100 years ago. Yep. That doesn't seem like 100 years ago. It sure ain't what it on used to be. On this day in 1923, St. Paul's first automatic traffic signal on a pedestal about 10 feet high began operating at 5th and St. Peter Streets. Hmm. 5th and St. Peter. That's okay. right. On this day in 1937, 412, Dennis J. Banks was born in the Leech Lake Indian Reservation to the Ojibwe, an activist for indigenous rights. He would be one of the founders of the American Indian Movement in 1968, along with Clyde and Vernon Bellacourt from the White Earth Ojibwe and George Mitchell, intent on raising awareness of the plight of the native people, the members of AIM would participate in the occupation of Alcatraz Island in San Francisco. Wounded Knee in South Dakota and the Bureau of Indian Affairs headquarters in Washington, D.C., for those activities, Banks spent time in prison, after which he continued his activist work. Hmm. On this day, do it. April 12th. In 1976, a two-month strike by members of the Graphic Arts International Union was settled when several hundred bookbinders and four Twin Cities area envelope companies reached an accord about a new two-year contract that provided hourly pay increases of 45 cents the first year and 50 cents the second year. The strikers had settled earlier with a fifth company. Huh. In it's like radio. I'm not, <laughs> sure, I'm not sure that w would have made my list on this day in history. You know, bookbinders. And it's radio well, last year. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to need all that. Hey, before we go, and you you thank the GLers, there's a brand new Krabby coffee shop uh, in the can, and we had some fun today. Uh, I, I'm not saying it was a good show, but we did have some fun. Well, how do you get it? What do you do? You go right to the uh, Reavers can tell you. I don't. You go I'll right to the garagelogic.com. It's under the thing. There. I'll do that promotion as soon as you. Uh... Well, thank you, GLers. Hey, everybody. It's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress free this spring with Factors, delicious, ready to eat meals. You can get their fresh, never frozen, chef crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to Factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50 and use code GarageLogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50 at factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Hey, you guys can help participate in this wrap-up of Garage Logic. Are you ready? Yeah, I don't want to. You know how you help Kenny find or the listeners find Kenny at the Krabby Coffee Shop, Rook? Oh. Where do you go? 
I would go to Pod MN because that is your library for podcasts just like that that will entertain you. And every once in a while, those podcasts, they have fun on a show. Mm-hmm. You can also go to YouTube, hit the subscribe button on the Garage Logic YouTube channel. If you haven't done so yet, also, hey, join the town council. Oh, We've been yeah. giving them their money's worth, yes. I think, this week on the Garage Logic town council. If, if that was 1996 and she was breastfeeding that kid who's now 6'8, how old was he? I mean, how old is he now? Uh, 27, 27, right? 26, 27. Wait, eight? You're not breastfeeding when you're eight. Oh, I, you know, let's say he was an infant. You in are if you're growing up in a sod hut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mom, I'm home. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm hungry. Uh, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's all Got there for it. you.